head over to the alcoholfreecoaching.site to schedule your free 30-minute connection call with me. I am offering a special price for sessions for the rest of the year. For those of us who've come to do something extraordinary, and I think many of us are here, especially during this time, to do something extraordinary, we start our lives out with a lot of trauma. Welcome to Living My Breastless Life podcast. I'm your host, HPG. On season three of the podcast, we're diving in to the helping profession. I have found that almost always there's a catalytic event that leads people to help others. You'll hear a variety of folks share what they do, why they do it, and the unique ways that they help. This season will mostly be guest interviews with some fascinating people and a few surprises for y'all along the way. So let's go. Go. On episode 51, I had the pleasure of talking with Jean Bessette. Jean transcends the role of an artist. She is a transformative force and a visionary with an unshakable mission. Through her art, she alchemizes the rawness of the human experience, embracing emotion and authenticity and channeling them into cycles of growth. I really enjoyed my chat with Jean, and I think you will too. So tell us what you do. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a Renaissance woman. Um, Predominantly, I'm an artist, and I create what I'm now coining the phrase of conscious activated art because I'm also, um, I was born very gifted. I was born with knowingness and intuition. I'm highly empathic. I'm also clairvoyant. I, I'm mostly clairsentient. I, I'm a big feeler. Everything is about feelings and emotions that are not mine, that I didn't even know that was a thing. And through, through the art and the way or the reason I became an artist is simple. I was born to do this. Um, I even say on my website, I, I was born with a crayon in my hand and a fire in my belly. And I, I, I you know, I wasn't, it wasn't encouraged you're right. That's <laughs> so I grew up in New England and my gifts were not honored, nor was being a creative. It wasn't it wasn't squashed either. But it's not something everybody says, Yay, my kid wants to be an artist. That's gonna be great. <laughs> and you'll be successful. <laughs> and so you're taught not to follow your dharmic path. And so I didn't. And I did a lot of other things. 
And the other layer of that is, and I have a very strong belief that this is truth, is that for those of us who've come to do something extraordinary, and I think many of us are here, especially during this time, to do something extraordinary, we start our lives out with a lot of trauma. And we can either get stuck in the self-flagellation and victimization of that trauma, or we can understand that the reason that we chose that is to get out and then make a difference. Yeah. When you say born with trauma, do you mean like generational trauma or just the trauma of arrival here? Tell me more about that. We're multidimensional beings. So, right, we have several incarnations. We live in many parallel universes that we're not aware of until we are. And if we were aware of all of them, we'd probably go crazy. There are days when I'm like, I'm having a psychotic break. No, you're not. Your other somebody who's, who's you that's not you is infiltrating into this space. And so you can't figure out why you just thought that thing. Um, and trauma will bring, you come in, we come in with it. I mean, being born is traumatic. Think about it. Oh my goodness. We bring it in. It's ancestral. But if we understand again, that there's no time, it's all happening concurrently. So when I heal something within myself, I literally affect generationally, and I'll use the words that we need to use so that we can understand, because that's why we put time in place so that we could get it. We're like, we couldn't understand if there's no time. So we're affecting the past lineage and we're affecting the future. So we're healing across the board. And the reason that's happening is because we're all connected. There is no you and I. That's an illusion. And again, we need the illusions. They're in place for a reason. We would go crazy. So you were born with a knowing and the artist in you was not squashed, but it wasn't nurtured. So can you tell us about like how it bloomed and kind of where how you arrived to where you are today. Yeah, of course. You know, I have several events when I was a child where I would, you know, there was some I could use the word prodigy. I was creating things that, you know, the teachers and I went to Catholic schools and so the teachers were like, you you didn't do this, you know. And so I was constantly being told that either I was a liar (laughs) or I wasn't going to be honored in these situations. And so when I talk about how I got to where I am, it's kind of miraculous, really. And I, I went down a spiritual path and I did a lot of, I, you know, hired a lot of teachers and guides and people who could help me understand why I thought everybody was like me. (laughs) And when I realized they weren't, I was like, okay, there's something wrong with me. That's not true (laughs) at all. And so I remember I was married at the time 
And I said to my then wife, I, I, I was, I was a photographer. I was a professional photographer. I call that my shadow career because it was highly creative. And I, I was great photographer, but I wasn't technically savvy. I'm still not. <laughs> um, but I was a people person. I could read energy. So the capturing of people through my, my photographs was, was what put me on the map. You know, people were like, whoa, I can't even believe what, what just happened. And I would always know. I would take the picture and I would go, that's the one. I always was. It's weird. But it, but it did not satiate the artist that lives within me. And since then, I've done a lot of work with people who are very good at reading energies and past lives and things like that. And I have memories now of um, interning with very famous artists. Like I was in the room with these people creating the David. <laughs> like what? Because they were interns. And I remember I was talking to my current teacher and friend and business partner and guide, <laughs> which is very strange. <laughs> but um, I blurted something out to her one day. I said, you don't understand. We would go like in a cone of the divine. And that's how we did what we did. And she goes, what did you just say? I go, what, what did I just say? <laughs> and she goes, you, you just... And she repeated it to me and I started to cry. When something is real, right? The emotions are too overwhelming. And that, I fast forwarded a bit, but when I was married, I said to my then wife, I want to be that artist and I'm destined for it. I'm made for it. And she had a great job making lots and lots of money. And she said, okay, let's do it. So I did. And what happened was I started creating very whimsical art. I loved, I still have a lot of it. It was very successful. I started to become a machine, which is how do you balance, right? This beautiful creative gift that you have. And I have a theory, like if we do, right, if you have that gift, and again, I call it that dharmic path, and you don't use it, it's kind of like spitting in the eye of the divine. Oh, thanks for the gift. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go do that. That's a really interesting perspective. Well, right? Because we're all born to do a thing. And, and you know, there's a lot of layers to this. But when we're taken off our path, and my path is very distinctive, and I know that it's the, it's the thing I was supposed to do, but I was given a lot of gifts. So I was like, well, I could be a healer. I could be a teacher. I could be a writer. I could be like, and, and kind of when you said, what do you do? I was like, I actually do all those things. <laughs> And I do them in a very specific way. And the art is at the forefront. And because of my gifts, I can apply that conscious way of being. So I don't call myself like the artist anymore. I'm the translator of the channeling that comes in. And sometimes I'm annoyed at what I'm being asked to be. <laughs> seriously you know 
mostly it's just a joy. I mean, I can lose the whole day in the studio, but I'm a very social creature. I'm kind of an anomaly for an artist. I love painting, but I don't love being alone all day, every day, all day, all day, all day. So I, I do this and I teach and I talk about spirituality and I love that part because I adore people. I find people fascinating and treacherous, <laughs> but, but fascinating. <laughs> so it was just a calling. I think I, I, I akin it to like religious people in priesthood and not in monks and nuns. And they're, they're just like, I just had to, this was just, was just a calling. And when you got the call for lack of a better expression, when you left photography and started doing the art, did you just throw yourself into it and let what you were hearing dictate for lack of a better word, what you were creating. It sounds like that's what you said earlier. Like you're kind of told to what to paint. That's now. Um, back then, I really did think I was controlling everything. I'm. I was born and raised in New England. You have to remember. So I had to. I had to heal that. You know, like I. I kind of call it like I built like a brick shit house. Like right, I take charge of the thing, and that doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> I'm not in charge of anything. In fact, if I let Jean drive the bus, she's going to drive it straight into a brick wall. She'll do every every single time. <laughs> so I'm learning to let go of that control. This is very Michael Singer kind of stuff, right? It's just, it is a journey. It's not a straight line. It's a very twisty path. And it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a twisty path. Um, that's the beauty of it. And if we could just understand that and sometimes it's going to be awful and sometimes it's going to be amazing and then but then our body gets addicted to things like grief or anger or right well this is how i always get out of this yeah that's not exactly the best way anymore it's not your highest timeline <laughs> well how about if you trust and i took some time off i took about 4 years i took all my work off the market and at the time, I really thought I was getting a divorce. Um, we were together for 25 years. And finally, we were just like, oh, my God, what are we doing? We're best friends now. So, But it, it changed everything. And I went through a dark night of the soul. I, I really did. And I was flailing. And I thought I was drowning. I was drinking. Like, I was doing all the things you do when you're like, there's something wrong with me. You know, and then you're like, am I an alcoholic? Why am I at Burger King every day? <laughs> and you go through, right? You go through what you go through. And then finally you call yourself out and you start to forgive the things that you thought you were. Like, oh, I'm not an alcoholic, nor do I want to keep eating that food. Like you, you start to make new assessments of yourself. Like you, you take stock in it's okay to be a mess. But what happened during that time was I was being recalibrated to create the art that I'm creating now. I didn't know that. I was going through an awakening and, I, and it was hard, not going to lie. I mean, I was calling in really toxic relationships and I was, I mean, I, it's, it was like I did everything you said, balls to the walls. I don't think you put it that way, but yeah, I was doing everything that way. And now I'm doing it a different way. Like now I'm like, all in 
to the surrender part. And I remind myself every single day, who are you going to talk to today that like somebody's going to hear this and go, oh my God, I can't believe this is other human on the planet who gets me. How did she do that? Right? Because I'm sharing universal truths, things that happen to all of us. I think that's really fascinating about the four-year period and then coming out and saying, you know, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't want to eat at Burger King every day. And then kind of calling yourself in to present time of where you are and sharing your story with the hopes of, of helping people. Because I can only speak to my experience, but you feel I felt like I was the only person on the planet that had ever felt the way that I had felt. But it is universal, some of the things that we go through. And the getting on the other side of it is amazing. So thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing those stories. So tell us a little bit about where you are in the here and now and what's up in Jean's universe. So my mentor and teacher and now business partner and guide. Uh, her name is Rena Parikh, and I had the pleasure of meeting her through a person at the time that I was in relationship with. And I got to keep the guru. <laughs> I, got, I got to keep the teacher. Um, we are launching something. There's two big things happening right now. I'm revamping my website, which is jeanbissett.com. It's very easy to find me. And I'm launching something called Spirit of Place and they're bespoke paintings. They're commission pieces. But now I get to use my gifts to allow the work to be activated and alive and conscious because everything's energy. So my paintings are not just visuals. They're actually healers. And I can speak to that because I've done the work. I've walked that part of the walk and I'm applying what I've learned as a healer and, and, and my shamanic studies and my studies of magic and all of those things to the work. And I allow things to channel through and I can encode through the partnership with Rena, who is a healer also. She's also an Indian monk. She's a fascinating human. But she's pulling something in that are called helos codes, helos keys. And she's practiced them on humans, and we are embedding them into the, the work, into the pieces. So now we have this conscious conversation coming through the art. And then the spirit of place pieces are, I would actually visit your home or we could zoom visit, right? And I walk around your space and I tap into your actual spirit of place. We all have guides. And the way this came about was I was given a painting to do before I bought the house where I live now in Asheville. And I was told we are the guardians of your land and never sell this painting. This painting is to hang in your home. And I, Right at the time, I was like, what? <laughs> but that developed over time as a, now it, it's going to be a bespoke offering on my site. The other thing that's very exciting is Rena and I are launching an interactive, immersive healing slash art exhibition 
that will go global that is all about, it's called Gaia Rising. And I've been channeling very large scale paintings. They're like 10 by 20 feet. And at the time I thought, what is happening? You know, like the, the guy that builds the baseball field, right? In the movie. And he's like, build it and they shall come. And I started doing these paintings and I'm like, what, what are these paintings? What is going on? And it turns out it's all about raising the consciousness of the planet so that we can stop hurting ourselves and our mother. We've separated ourselves from our roots. And so the ancient beings are coming back through these paintings. And I'm like, who is this? Who is it? Like one painting took about three months to do because there was one elder coming through and he was flashy. And I was like, I don't, who is this being? And then I'm, I'm supposed to paint them. And I'm like, holy cow, it's a whole different way of operating in the studio. But now I'm applying what I'm learning over there, over here is Jean Bissett, the artist. And so my clients are receiving, A, something that's aesthetically pleasing to them, but also something they can interact with. And I can do a healing session with them. I can teach them how to interact and be with the painting, or they can just enjoy it. It's no big deal. Like really, it's a, it's a simple thing. They don't have to, you know, some people are going to be awake and they're going to be like, oh, I want to know everything. And some people are going to be like, I just really love that painting and I don't know why. Because it resonates with the frequency of you. That's why. I don't even know that. Thank you. I, I could never speak to this before, right? Because I didn't even know this is what I was getting ready to do. And people would get in touch with me when I wasn't aware of what was going on. And they would email me. And I was working through galleries at the time. I had over 20 galleries nationwide. And they, they would get in touch with me. They would find me. And they would tell me a story about the painting that they bought and why they bought it and how it's helping them. And I'm like, what? But the stories kept coming. And so I had to tap into what I was like, okay, this is an awareness that's being given to me. So it's very exciting. <laughs> that's so exciting. So when, um, just so the listeners can know, and I want to know, when, when can we expect this global happening? We will do a small thing in Asheville um, in the fall, but it'll be like a private, like, let's practice what's this you know how are we going to do this we'll be doing um like cacao ceremonies and rena is trained in energy work she's also i i, I could go on and on about her she's launching her own site energetica we're doing all kinds of wonderful things but gaia rising immersive will be officially launching i think in february probably in california because um, our team and, you know, my press person who you've been in touch with, um, Brigetta is that's, she has lots of connections and we'll also be doing something in Florida, but we're building the website. Um, we just got the first layer of the website approved and it's stunning. And we're really hopeful that at some point, we're going to have an augmented reality type situation, kind of like the Van Gogh exhibits and the Frida's and the Homa AF Klimt. And 
um, where people can literally walk into the paintings and experience the healing and the energetics. And there'll be a voiceover that will be both of us explaining how this came about, how it's being painted. I don't paint any of these paintings without like Rena being a part of it too, because she'll be channeling information as well. And so it really is a very strange thing for an artist to do because I'm releasing the artist's ego. It's nothing to do with me. I'm told what to do and then I go do it. I've been on an ego uh, exploration of my own for several years. I love to hear that. That's a right. That's a whole thing. Um, the cool part, though, when I understood that we're not trying to kill the ego. Right. You got to live with it, work with it. Yeah. It serves a beautiful purpose, but it can't be in charge anymore. So we, we, we like amalgamate it into the alignment of who we truly are. And then we kind of, it gets a promotion, really. It doesn't understand that, though. It thinks you're trying to kill it. <laughs> and so the illusions of the ego, the, like, right? My ego will fight me all day long. And as an artist I and a person who loves to speak, I have a really, really prominent ego. <laughs> and so I have to train it. This is where you do really well. This is where it's going to be fun for you. And this is where I'm going to put you in the green room because you're not behaving well. That self, the self-awareness that you have is fascinating. Thank you. Um, I, I was kind of born this way, but it, it really is. I, I'm, I'm almost going to call it a hobby. And I can be unaware on any given day. You know, I can wake up and be totally messed up on a particular day. And at, in the end, you just have to you just have to have some grace and compassion for yourself. Oh, right. I'm still in a body. Got it. Check. <laughs> still here. Thank you so much, Jean. I'm going to link all this information in the show notes and so the listeners can find you. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. It was such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living My Breastless Life. Head over to Instagram and follow According to HPG to stay connected to the show. Go get your mammograms.